Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. Cancel culture is not a new thing, but how can brands avoid it? In this episode, Katie Howell gives us the four things marketers really need to think about. I'm going to be talking about how you can protect your reputation on social, particularly during this cancel culture that we have right now. In fact, call out or cancel culture has been around for some years now, almost two decades, according to Vox. But like many things, it's accelerated through the last few months, driven by mistrust, by COVID messages, politicians, governments, and because of movements such as BLM or hashtag Stop Hate for Profit. The impact is seen whether you're famous or a recognisable brand such as L'Oreal or Boohoo. It's safe to say you can't ignore it. Now, the dictionary definition of cancel in this context means to stop giving support to the person or brand in question. It's a way to hold a personal company to account for perceived transgressions through public shaming. Of course, while some cancellations have an obvious rationale, opinions do differ widely on others. For many brands, it's this unpredictability of the debate that creates a fear when planning social media, nervousness that being bold and noisy may come back to bite them. Actually, most businesses are very unlikely to be called out good, but you're missing the point if you think you should do nothing. The trend to cancel is a sign that audiences care a great deal about who they buy from. GWI data from their COVID research shows that 43% of the UK audience think that businesses should ensure diversity in leadership if they want to support BLM. Ypulse's research shows that 69% of young consumers believe brands need to make an effort to be politically correct. And 65% actively avoid brands that oppose the causes they support. You don't need to be shamed on social to see an impact in your business. Social is where your audience is sharing their beliefs, views and emotions. Make it clear, make it, people make it clear that they want transparency, authenticity and honesty from brands. So how can businesses make sure they protect their reputation and adapt to the changing audience behaviours? So here are four things that you should be thinking about. Number one. Prepare inside out and outside in. So right now, every business should be looking at its practices from the inside, its purpose and its messages. Revisit products and services and double check supply chains. Scrutiny is the first step in ensuring you you don't have any skeletons in the cupboard. The second step is to reflect on how your business is perceived. How can you be open and genuine and not paper over the cracks with a raft of tweets or Facebook posts? You can't pretend to have a purpose or support a cause. It doesn't work like that. And negativity will snowball once you're uncovered. You'll also need to look outside your organisation. Connections create a, a network of social proof, but if those connections are not good... So take a good, hard look at your partners, your suppliers, your ambassadors and influencers. Do they align with with your brand values and your customer expectations? Of course, the glorious side effect of doing this is that you become a better business along the way. In step with societal expectations, with brand values you can be proud to shout about. Take IBM, for example, who declared they will move away from the facial recognition business in an ethical and moral stand 
on privacy. So number two, stop wandering in the dark. If you're not listening, you cannot tell when things change and move on. Last year, for instance, veganism and animal protection dominated many social feeds. This year, it's been a series of random foods from banana bread to sourdough. The last few months has seen audiences become quite fickle with interest and flick between topics, causes and beliefs. It means companies need to know their audiences well and stay tuned. Be hyper aware of what might trigger negative responses and stay close to what they care about. Brands that go against their target market's values don't fare well. And above all, avoid jumping on bandwagons. There is very little tolerance for virtue signalling, or as it's sometimes called, slacktivism. (laughs) Slacktivism, empty activism. In the Stop Hate for Profit movement, some brands are finding that their own practices and products have come under examination. When Unilever announced its uh, Facebook boycott, it posted, we have a responsibility for racial justice on Instagram. Customers pointed out that the Unilever's fair and lovely brand promoted skin whitening and they received responses such as all this while you make millions from whitening cream. Double standards to say the least. Hashtag boycott Unilever. But if you have a right to celebrate a value or support a cause, then you'll find not only positivity, but a large amount of advocacy too. People buy products from brands that support the causes they believe in. Number three, be a loved brand. There is more to social success than doing the right thing as a business. If you don't make the emotional and value connection, the impact can actually be quite minimal. So beyond being a good company, create a brand that people want to associate with. That means understanding your audiences better, mirroring language, understanding behaviours and being emotional in your comms. For many companies, that also means having a personality, an opinion and standing for something more. Get this right and you'll be liked and trusted. The fourth point is that you can't hide either. Understanding many, uh, understandably, many businesses are cautious of conflict and steer clear of difficult political or societal issues. But this too is a bit of a problem. It's impossible to have audiences agree with everything you do or say. However, taking a back seat and being silent on important issues when your audience needs your support most is not enough. Have a position and plan for potential negativity. That also means planning for a backlash. So what happens if you get called out? Well, honesty is the best policy. Swallow your corporate pride. And if you get it wrong, recognise mistakes. Explain how you'll rectify it and apologise. A genuinely human apology and a commitment to change can start the process of building back reputation. If you haven't got it wrong, say so. Have an opinion. Silence is never an option and it can often actually make it worse. In a cancel culture world, social media is the sharp end of your business and that can only be protected if you scrutinise your practices, products and services first before you shout about them. You can only navigate societal expectations if you understand your audiences and listen to their changing values. And you can only prepare for what ifs if you are able to be humble and honest in your response to mistakes and open with your brand positioning. So there are four things that you need to think about. 
I hope you enjoyed it. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.